0: So Excited, I almost couldn't wait till the music came to a crescendo to let us in. I
1: don't Welcome even in, have everybody. I don't even have headphones.
0: You don't have headphones, yeah. The no, channel, I get these. Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., with you along with Trent Connon here. 1700 a.m. and around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. Uh, that'll be where you can catch our podcast. We get we also, uh, we know we're streaming in a number of different places. Uh, if you want to check out 700 KBGG. And what was the other one you had there?
2: Uh, Streama is a site, very uh, simple site. It's Streama? Just, you click on the link in a place.
0: So you get both. Yeah, you can do it. Simple. So anyway. 1,700, you're, if you're, if you're, not 700.
1: 1,700, yes. Yes.
0: So if you run out of our, uh, uh, although 1,700 actually has quite a reach uh, during the day. So you, a lot of people within earshot of us right now.
1: And a of, apparently a lot of them are interested to hear what we have to say because I've been getting messaged I, all over uh, lately. I
0: know. You know why? Because we, we People used People coming to, up
1: on the streets. the well, fi- Huddle coming back? Year
0: 15 uh, for David Creighton and myself. And, and let's uh, let's face it. We used to do this show starting at the beginning of August. Um, We found that it it got tiresome to just break down two deeps for a while. So, what? We don't, I know. Try doing it for 20 hours a week. I know, Trent. (laughs) This is why we do an hour
1: a week. Try (laughs) doing it in June. Yes. With no games to talk about. But uh, WNL, the 2019 women's basketball season.
0: But, but, however, however. the point is um, that uh, we are on the air now, and we've had people asking, when are you getting on? Well, we're on, and we're on all the way through March. So uh, the Hawkeye Huddle will be here at 1700, and you can pick up our podcast at thehawkeyehuddle.com, usually, uh, usually by tomorrow morning, usually.
3: The National Weather Service in Des Moines has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for... Southern Powashik County in Central Iowa, myaska County in South Central Iowa, Southeastern Jasper County in Central Iowa, until 5.45 p.m. At 5.03 p.m., a severe thunderstorm was located over New Sharon, or 11 miles north of Oskaloosa, moving east at 40 miles per hour. Expected hazards include 60 miles per hour wind gusts and penny-sized hail. This is a radar-indicated threat, the following impacts are expected, Expect damage to roofs, siding, and trees. Locations impacted include, Oskaloosa, Montezuma, New Sharon, Victor, Sully, Beacon, University Park, Lineville, Deep River, Barn City, Rose Hill, Layton, Ceresboro, Kiama Village, Guernsey, and Lake Kiama State Park. This includes Interstate 80 between mile markers 198 and 204. For your protection move to an interior room on the lowest floor of a building. To report severe weather, contact your nearest law enforcement agency. They will send a report to the National Weather Service Office in Des Moines. Repeating, a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued until 5.45 p.m. for the following counties in Iowa, Jasper, Mayaska and Powashik.
1: Obviously, uh, the one year I was in Ireland and uh, the Hawks came back and won a very close game uh, over in Chicago. Uh, I don't remember the score exactly. It was like 20. 20- 18 to 17. Or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Went for two to try and make it 20 to 17. Uh, beat them in in the great Soldier Field game where the Hawks took over the place. It was really hot. And we met our friend yeah. uh, Kevin, faithful listener uh, out of Indiana. And uh, I think he's even a little bit on the air these days and uh, that was a great game. The Hawks dominated that game and of course Kirk Ferentz's very first win against Northern Illinois in the 111 98 season or the 99 one win in
0: 1999 24,
1: 20 24 to0 against Northern Illinois and wouldn't it be ironic to quote Alanis Morissette, wouldn't it <laughs> that uh, Kirk Ference's very first win and 144th win. To break Hayden Fry's record could be against the same team.
0: It's a circle of life, baby. It, it is. It is a circle of life. It, it is compl- without the Vultures. Right. Now, it, it actually, it, there is a great deal of irony in that fact. So uh, Kirk comes into this game at 143. And what is he? 143 and 96, Seven, something like 90, yeah, that. 96, like. 97. Uh, Tied with Hayden Fry, who, Hayden Fry, who was 143. Um, and I believe when you put the ties together, Hayden probably only lost two, two more. two, uh, He. Had two less losses, almost dead even at the same point in time. In their how many career, ties? Like five. Yeah, like six.
1: Yeah,
0: three in that I mean, one year. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: including the bowl game. What a what a stupid idea! Yeah. Hey, let's play a bowl game that doesn't really matter, and we will have yeah. a tie. Yeah, that didn't uh, happen against the South Carolina Gamecocks, by it, the way. It Did not.
0: It did not. So yeah, it would be great a great way for uh, for Kirk to break that record, become the all time winningest coach at the University of Iowa. Of course, well, I suppose break it uh, and hold it alone. And um, ironically enough, I think when we went back and we were talking about it, I, we didn't go – as much as we go to these games, we did not go to that 24 nothing first victory for his. Our kids were, were super little. I think one – and I believe it was young Scotty Stewart's second birthday or something like that. That very well could be you know, true. And we were we were there and there was pony rides in our neighborhood, so we stayed home and watched the game.
1: And watched a horse poop in our in, in, in our, our cul-de-sac.
0: Yeah, yeah. But we will both be there on Saturday as the Hawks take on. Uh, a good Northern Illinois team, um, they return at eight guys on the offensive side of the ball, six on the defensive side of the ball. Sutton Smith is their star. A lot of people have talked about this, but if, if you don't know, he he was one of the nation's leaders in sacks last year, uh, tackles for loss. He's a quick kid who's strong, got a real big motor, seems to have a uh, pretty confident uh, air about him, reading some of the the articles written, he's... He's certainly confident of his own abilities, which is fine. And when you uh, factor in the fact that Iowa will, will be missing two uh, two guys who will probably play in the NFL someday, and Alaric Jackson and Tristan Wirfs, well, uh, as
1: their tackles, let's not run them into the to the first round. Mel Kuiper. I didn't here.
0: say they're in the first round. You, ju- said
1: you just said we're running. I'd you're running, You're talking true freshman or a redshirt red, red shirt sophomore and a true sophomore, and you're saying they're going to be in the NFL, and they have played a grand total of twelve football games, thirteen. <laughs> 13. I don't Until think I, I don't think he Werf's even played all in every game last uh, year. They're
0: both and they're both they're both in. They have
1: prospects. NFL prospects yes. and they have NFL bodies and none of that's going to matter because they're not going to be on the field on Saturday. So
0: who is going to be on this field on Saturday? Well, appar-
1: apparently yeah. uh, Dalton Ferguson, a senior out of Solon, who was just given a scholarship in the last couple of years, and Mark Kallenberger. of uh, 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 Bettendorf, a, yeah, is it a redshirt freshman out of Bettendorf? Yeah. Uh, yep. Who's really come on? Apparently, in the last couple of weeks and showing great things. I was surprised when I saw this because I clearly thought Levi Paulson, who started the pince right bowl, would be the guy there uh, at at right tackle.
0: But he's going to rotate. He's they, definitely in the rotation, Kirk said. And and uh, Trent had an interesting theory that you know that there's uh, this this may be a, a thing. You know, he was injured for a good part of the spring and. Uh, in the summer, and 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 that maybe you know he's just still getting himself back. Dalton Ferguson has earned the chance to play, but I think uh, this might be this might well, be an, a, an interesting way to to mix it up with those and guys.
1: Purely from a size standpoint, Dalton Ferguson six four three zero eight. So it's not like they found you no, know he's just a, Joe Schmo no, to put in there at right no. tackle. I mean, good lord.
0: No, he's 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 not a tiny guy. Um, and he's been in the program a long time. He was injured for a long time as well, battle injuries this whole whole time. And so here he is a senior. he's getting his chance to start. Yeah, that'll be something. And Kallenberger is a kid that they're gonna count on down the road. Uh, he may, if you look at, at the other guys around, him, he may not be playing that position for for his entire time there at Iowa, but we'll see because he may they may have to move guys around. But definitely two kids that, that um, have earned their time and and Kirk talked about Kallenberger today as a guy, this really came on uh, throughout camp. And they're really comfortable with that. They have to be at this point. But um, if anything, uh, one of the ways Iowa can uh, mitigate issues if if these guys aren't holding their own is with their two tight ends. Or or potentially three.
1: three. And and I think you're going to see a lot of... double teaming from a tight end uh don't know which one that might be but i'm pretty sure it won't be Noah Fant.
2: fan well probably a lot of nate weeding i, I yeah, think we're going to see more, a lot more this yes. game than you yep. normally would
1: and, and maybe in lieu of a fullback uh situation where you're you're essentially having a third tackle or a uh offset offset line or yeah. whatever yeah,
0: depending on how they want to line up in, in, and their and formations. try yeah.
1: and trying to, to make sure that that Northern Illinois doesn't get the kind of pressure on Stanley that they're hoping to do. Because I think if Nate Stanley is given the opportunity to get a rhythm going, whether it's with the tight ends, whether it's with fan, whether it's with hawkenstock and I know that's not how you say his name. I just like saying it that way. Uh, and, and maybe get something going on the outside with the wide receivers and, and, and giving these guys, you know, Nick Easley's are Julian Edelman, But Amir Smith-Marset, Brandon Smith, guys who can stretch a field. Brian Ferentz says he wants to do it. I think there's 68,000 people Saturday in Kinnick Stadium who love to see them go deep three or four times, and frankly, I'd love to see them actually complete a deep ball. A deep we, ball, Because yeah. we're, we're okay at throwing a deep. It's actually completing the, the pass. Catching the ball
0: is, is the challenge. Well, it's not even
1: so much catching it. It's the quarterback being on target.
0: Well, what was the one? Marced had the one last year against Minnesota that hit him in the face and bounced off. You know, turned, I mean, into an and it turned into an interception. Turned into an interception. There were a few of those, but you know, they were, the, he, he certainly flashed enough last year. You, you know he's, he's going to be able to get himself open. I would agree with you. I think what you're looking at here, and don't forget, Brady Ross has has been the fullback now. You know Iowa has to rotate those guys eventually, and eventually, what happens is you get new guys. But he's been in the in now as part of this offense for a solid year. Knows exactly what he's doing. I agree. I I think when you look at this, at first you start saying, okay, well, how's that offensive line going to fare? And you've got the you got the kid who can really rush uh, on the defensive side of the football for Northern Illinois, but. They're only bringing back six guys. That's that's good, but that's not that many. And they gave up darn near twenty nine points a game well, last year. So it's let's this remember is, this, this is, is not is a juggernaut of a. It's Northern also Illinois a D.
1: MAC yes. defense that is accustomed to getting having the field go up and down on them, uh, whether it's Toledo or Bowling yeah, Green or, right. or whomever is going to be Western Michigan a couple years ago, whoever's good in that league. And Northern Illinois has been very good in that league, very competitive. Um, but th- we have to keep in mind, and I'm not. Trying to downplay this. It is a max school. Now, last year, Northern Illinois walked into Lincoln, Nebraska and handed it to the Huskers, who, frankly, have you ever in your days seen a team more hyped up about nothing? They got a new head coach, and now we got a frost warning in Lincoln. We got this in Lincoln. It's like, really?
0: Yeah. Kirk Ferentz, who, as we mentioned, is 100, 100, <laughs> a segue. 140 No, no, I'm I'm playing right into this. Kirk Ferentz, who, as we've mentioned, is the the going to be the all time winnings coach at Iowa. He'll be in the top six, I believe, in the big in Big Ten history all uh, overall, and I believe he gets into the top four or five. Uh, overall, in Big Ten history, uh, rated this summer by a, a, there are a couple different magazines that rated the the coaches in the Big Ten, and Scott Frost was like third or fourth. And yet, hasn't won a game, and Kirk was like seventh even been a or eighth coach in the league. Yeah, and i we've d- we've done this show for 15 years, and there have been times you know where I have had doubts, I've been angry, we've all had issues with the way Kirk uh, managed the program. But here's here's somewhere I've got this. Did you know?
1: Oh my gosh, she has notes. typewritten notes. Must Iowa be week has one.
0: more <laughs> AP top 10 finishes <clears throat> since 2000 than Clemson, Michigan, Tennessee, Washington, Stanford, Notre Dame, Miami, West Virginia, and Nebraska. There are only nine teams in college football who have had as many top 10 finishes as Kirk Ferentz during his tenure.
1: Ohio State, Oklahoma, Alabama. Alabama. Auburn? No. Well, Auburn won a national title. USC, probably. USC. USC. You said there's nine? I don't have all those written down. Florida State, maybe? That's
0: a good one. That's, that's not 60, bad.
2: 2000, maybe not as good,
0: though. I mean,
2: it, Regardless, the list is...
0: The list is short. Yeah. When you talk about, I mean, okay, everybody, oh, well, he wins seven or eight games a year. No, actually, he wins seven or eight games every year, and then with, with an, an occasional... Uh, flop thrown in there. You need to, you need but to most recognize of the time this. He wins. He you're talking every once in a while. You get the
1: ten to twelve one year. It's one forty three and ninety seven in Iowa, and if you take out the first two years where he won four games and lost nineteen,
0: because the team was really in bad shape. Now he's
1: yeah. one thirty nine and seventy eight, and that's two wins for every loss. Yep, and that's six sixty seven winning percentage. And in baseball that would win you the title every year. It would. It <laughs> but, would. And in football, that's eight and four on average. I mean and basically any right. way you cut it. And on average. On average. And as I look at this list and you sit there and you go eight and five, eight and five, twelve and two. Seven, 6 eight and five, four and eight, seven, six, eight and five, eleven and two. Ten and two, ten and three, eleven and two. Those were the, the salad days of two thousand mm-hmm. two, two thousand three, two thousand four. And then muddling into seven five six seven, I 6, I get why people grow weary and grow frustrated and have over the years. But all you have to do, really, is take a, a quick look in the mirror of who do you want to face your football program and ask yourself, do you want a guy who's 73 and 8? but a lion's sack of you-know-what. Well, we we're going to go there later. And, but yes. and we'll get there yeah. after the break. Or would you rather have a guy who represents with class, who get, who's emotional, loves his players, and his players love him? Which would you rather have?
0: And, and this is where we are right now with Scott Frost. More power to you, Nebraska, but let's see, Let's have him win a game before we get real, real excited. All right, we're going to take our first break. Uh, come back, uh, we've got more about who's in and who's out this week. Guys uh, who are going to play and uh, who's taking over various positions. When we come back here on the Hawkeye Huddle.
2: High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. Friday night starting at 7 o'clock.
5: Don't waste away the last days of summer in a car you hate. Join my flip-flop revolution today. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. I'm on a mission to help everyone kick back in a car they love. I'll help you flip out of your current car and flop into a nicer, newer one by paying up to $4,679 more than appraised value for your trade. Relax in a ride you'll love. My one and only for the people credit approval process is easy breezy. My team is the best there is and we know how to get you approved even if you've been turned down before. Don't waste away the last days of summer. Be part of my flip Flop Revolution. I'll pay up to $4,679 more for your trade. And you can flip out of your old car and flop into a nicer, newer car today. But hurry, the revolution ends August 31st or after we've flip-flopped 82 cars. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm a dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com.
4: Purchase, price, trade allowance, negative equity, maybe refinance. All terms subject to approval.
5: The Heritage Carousel will continue to be open to the public on Saturdays and Sundays through mid-October. The Carousel opened in 1998 and rides were 50 cents for kids. Rides today are still just 50 cents for kids. For more information on times, days, and how to rent the Carousel, please go to our website at heritagecarousel.org or find us on Facebook. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization.
2: dot com.
7: Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you were used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know. Math stinks. So think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best
8: Hi folks, this is Keith Kirchhoff from Temple and Rye, inviting you to try our 4 and 6 year aged rye whiskey available at a great retailer near you. Temple & Rye, a high caliber spirit, was first made by my grandfather Alphonse Kirchhoff and his partners during Prohibition. In fact, there's another Alphonse who enjoyed Temple & Rye, Alphonse Capone. Come visit us this summer at our new distillery in Temple, Iowa to see where the good stuff is made. Find out more at TempletonRye.com or visit us on Facebook and Instagram. Back on the Hawkeye Huddle,
0: Reverend C. Crane Jr. along with Trent Condon here on 1700.
1: You, you know, know, Brett, if, uh, if you're a business owner out there and you'd like to hear your radio spots on the Hawkeye Huddle, like give me a our friend call.
0: At, uh, yeah, like our friend there at uh, Templeton Rye.
1: Send me a text. Yeah. Re- reach me in, on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle or Ridgy at Hawkeye Huddle too. He was real original on that one. He's at Trent too. Condon,
0: right? Yeah, I mean exactly. How right. could it be? What, what could be? I mean, no big deal, right? Yeah. Contact us. If we'd love to. Uh, we got to room. Talk to you. We will make room. What we'd really love, not that we don't love sitting here with Trent, but what we'd really love is to have some eating or drinking establishment around the metro that wants us to come sit there. Uh, for the next 30 weeks and um, eat and drink while we do the show, along with uh, usually about 10 to 15 of our friends that will more than pay for.
1: Anywhere from 8 to the, 20.
0: Yeah. Uh, none of our friends now, they're all we're old enough now, but we started doing this show. Our boys were running around legends. We've t- said this before. They were four years old. Um, no, five. Five years old, running around legends, uh, the original legends, sports bar and grill.
1: Upsetting and, my friend Kim. R-
0: right. At that <laughs> point in time. And, and, and everybody had kids. Now all of our friends, we're all empty nesters, and we now have a lot less to do in the afternoon, so our friends will follow us if you want us to come to the show there. Hey, we're not begging. We're just saying. It'd be fun. Um, A couple of more uh, interesting things coming out today. So four true freshmen, true freshmen, are going to play in this football game, according to Kirk, for sure. Uh, Dylan Doyle. I wonder how he got into the Iowa program.
1: Coach's son.
0: Coach's son, uh, yeah.
1: Son of a coach.
0: Son of a coach. and it, Likely on special teams, maybe a little bit of defense. Tyler Linderbaum, who uh, was was a, a good recruit out of Solon uh, as well, but a three-star kid, had Iowa State and Minnesota State, as his other offers, came in this year. And he worked his way officially into the two deep uh, of the defensive line, and he's going to play some defensive line for sure uh, on Saturday Do you think afternoon. that that
1: would happen if... Uh, Reef was not suspended. And Lattimore. And, and Lattimore. And Lattimore. Probably not. But, and well, they, but and they're not. You got to keep this in mind, though. You got that four game deal. I was
0: going to say, we got a whole new thing with this. Four, you get to play four games and still redshirt. He probably would have played at some point, so it may have been this game, depending on how out of hand it gets, one way or the other. But uh, would he be in the two deep? I don't, I don't know about that. But he probably would have played. But apparently, he's ready, and you know, Kirk has talked about uh, so far, and I, I believe the uh, defensive coaches last week when they were meeting with the media, talking about how. The kid came in, and he learned uh, really quickly what they needed, and he was ready above everybody else. Julius Brentz, who uh, comes, I believe he's the Indianapolis defensive back, he's going to play listed as a second-string defensive back, probably going to be one of those guys who is going to play a bunch this year, uh, barring injury, and then if somebody does get hurt, he's going to be one of the first guys in. So they want to get him going, apparently very talented.
1: Maybe the nickel back. Uh,
0: it's, a, it's a possibility um, for Can him. to say that without... The
1: Thinking, Thinking of <laughs> of, the <Hulk> of Nickelback.
0: <laughs> I, I I I I did for a minute. Wanna minute be that, a rock yeah. star? I did for a minute and then, but uh, anyway, Brents is going to play Riley Moss, true freshman, out of Ankeny. Ankeny Centennial uh, is going to uh, play on Saturday. Uh, Maybe a little bit of defense, at least special teams. Kirk said today, and uh, that's a kid that uh, so. How many? How I mean, many? He was not originally on scholarship, right? Trent, he's a he's a gray shirt, right?
2: He was going to be a gray shirt, but with all the defections this summer,
0: they gave him scholarship. Scholarship, okay. Yeah. And apparently, came in and wowed him. You know, so uh, another one of those guys by you defections.
1: See, are you talking about like Russians? <laughs> no, 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 completely different. Completely
2: okay. Different. And it's much like the story of Matt hunt, Vandenberg
1: Hunt for Red October.
2: Yeah, where Vandenberg was a gray shirt guy, came in the summer, wasn't going to be able to work out with the team until second semester. That summer, we got a spot. We need receivers. He plays as a true freshman.
0: Same and there with he is. And, with yep. loss and they're going to work in uh, Nico Regini. Uh, who was sort of a, was late to the to the class this year? Uh, now he was offered by a number of schools, but he was he was kind of a late commit, and he's going to play. He's a wide receiver. He's going to play an offense as well, uh, at least according to Kirk on Saturday. So you've got a, a handful of true freshmen that are going to be in there. I would expect a few more to get a game here and there this year, based on the fact that you've got that four game uh, cushion to to test out some guys, depending on what the score of various games in uh, games might be. Although looking at the schedule, you never know when any of these are going to be a blowout or not, or what you know as far as working guys in. But uh, right now, those four guys, and then we'll see where they go from there. But it, it'll be fun to see some younger guys worked in there. And of course, uh, the other piece today that was really interesting is that uh, on the two deeps that came out on Monday, Ryan Gersande listed as the first string punter. Um, of course, he was he punted off and on last year, switched off with Rastar.
1: Would see uh, the soccer guy, or the rugby punter?
0: No, Rastetter ended up being the rugby guy. Gersandia actually was an All-American high school punter. Came in, got hurt. He did average a little over 42 yards a, a, a kick. He had some bad ones and some really, really nice ones. But uh, Kirk said today that Colton Rastetter is actually the first string uh, punter. Not sure if that changed overnight, or. but he said, hey, two tapes are wrong. Colton Rastetter is going to to be our starter, and you may see a rugby punter two out of him, depending on how, on how the game's going. I hope
1: we don't see him um, at all.
0: And we'll see. The other question Although is, he's a holder, too. Uh, well, that's true. Uh, Maybe a
1: polecat out of him. Yeah. I, I think it's probably a little early to pull that one out. But I'm going to go ahead and suggest that due to Kirk Ferentz's love of punting, we're probably going to see a pun on Saturday. So. So, right. So oh. I'm sitting here trying to look at these two deeps going, okay, last year, Brandon Smith played as a true freshman, uh, Smith Marsette played as a true freshman, IKM played as a true freshman. Epinesa, uh, Hankins, who else? Gino Stone. Geno Stone. This um, is where the
0: excitement comes from because there are Ryan, a lot of guys last and, year
1: that made Ryan, it on the field. Ryan Gersande, yeah. as a true freshman, played last year. So, the
2: sophomore and, and junior classes are stacked.
1: I think, well, so. And, I think, so. And, I think so. I think you have to look at it that here's way. Here's the other thing, though. With, and I totally agree with this. And, and I heard some comments that Kirk made, I think it was yesterday, about, you know, on these four on these four games you might take an opportunity to look at somebody in maybe in game one maybe against uh, you and I in game three and then you have a decision to make okay are we gonna let him go or are we gonna we gonna hold him back and then towards the end of the year if you haven't seen a guy you can bring a break open the glass and say okay we're gonna put you in uh, I don't know last two or three games against Illinois. Against Nebraska. You know, all the, all the games that you're typically expected to win easily. Oh! That was a shot at the Ouch. Huskers.
0: Shot across the bow. No, it, 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 and I, I think, just hope we continue and, to and beat will, the crap out of them. It, it will, <laughs> at, least, at least this year it would be, nice be nice to get it done uh, in, so that we don't have to put up with the frost talk. It's going to get a little bit... Interesting. Frosty? Yeah, a little bit of frosty. A little chilly? A little little bit chilly around here. Well, um, you're right. This is the time when you take your chances, you take a look, and I'd like to.
1: Thank you. We'll be here (laughs) all week. Don't forget to tip your weight, Steph.
0: Uh, Elsewhere around the Big Ten today, and I just am going to go here for a little bit before we take our our next break. You
1: got about two minutes.
0: Uh, So the Minnesota Minnesota Boat Rowers came out with a promotion. Get this.
1: What's that stupid word on the back of their helmets? Shukamah. Oh, uh, skiuma. 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 Which is... With, uh, along with the oars. Which he's is actually German for on a whale's vagina. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it's Nordic for... Uh,
2: we're not very good at football. <laughs> we're not
0: very good at... Well, this is the elite program. Remember, he's having an elite day up there. P.J. Fleck. So elite that you can now buy tickets, get tickets, to Minnesota football games, all the non-conference in Northwestern. So that's four out of the seven games they play in TCF Bank Stadium. You can get tickets for... The cost of buying three Red Baron frozen pizzas. Yes, ladies and three gentlemen. Three box
1: tops. Yes, and you can go to a Gopher game.
0: Tony the Tiger. You collect the box tops. You send them into Kellogg.
1: Can you mix and match the Crunch Berries, uh, peanut butter crunch, and regular just Captain Crunch, or is it specific only to the Red Baron pizza?
0: It's specific to the Red Baron pizza. Now, food, which, which if they, should be known that was the the pizza of choice at the Ridge household when I was five. So. Now,
1: I was Totino's guy. So That's good
0: stuff. If <laughs> That's my If my they did cheap. this
1: for Grain Belt Beer, oh, really? for example. Now they might be, be on
0: ticket
1: holder might be something, but really, <laughs> Trent Red... would
0: have the whole season
1: locked <laughs> yeah. up. Oh my god. <laughs> I'd
2: have every seat in the building to myself. Section C
1: <laughs> is the Condon section. <laughs> yeah, got... that'd be all right. Oh man. 3 Red Baron pizzas you can go to a game. So if you for your family four 4, you got to buy 12?
0: Uh, yes, you do. Yes, you do you gotta buy twelve pizzas. That's how it works.
1: Get your deep freeze. Uh, and fill her
0: up. Yeah. Uh I suppose you gotta
1: take it how do you show up at the ticket booth? Here's my the, pizza. There's
0: actually a place to go yeah. to, to redeem the There box will be stops.
1: rummaging throughout the twin cities <laughs> trying to find yeah. the red baron boxes. There are. Do you have to have proof of purchase? You have to have your receipt from the Hy-Vee? You
0: do, yes. Incidentally, Hawks have, uh, there are 2,500 tickets available for this game this week. Uh, I believe they said Iowa State down to singles. Still a couple thousand singles. Random singles. Random random singles for Iowa State.
1: Raise your hand. Random single. (laughs) Loves to mingle. (laughs) You can move right to the front of the ski lift line if you do that.
0: There you go. So uh, anybody that's still interested in heading over there, it's going to be a great Saturday in Iowa City. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. Keep breaking things down, getting you set for the Hawkeyes and Illinois. Tom Kaker coming up when we come back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700.
6: Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG
8: simple enough this year it's our year the year we win it all this is the year the flag flies for wins for big games for titles this is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team
2: these colors uh, these colors mean everything
8: and you'll find those colors at heartland flagpoles and flags the largest selection of team flags anywhere football basketball hockey nascar and more Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com.
2: Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness.
7: Showers and storms will continue through the rest of the evening. A few of those could become strong to severe. Then they will clear out after midnight as we get cooler, a low down to 58 degrees overnight. On Wednesday, full sunshine and comfortable weather with a high near 76. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Brandon Lawrence.
8: Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from Unmet Expectations. We overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and
5: play. That's 7290770 or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an r.
4: Roof it once, proof it right. Right roofing.
7: Touchdown. Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your car's broke down instead call an audible by calling absolute auto repair where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop at absolute auto repair in urbandale we get that when your car breaks down your life is interrupted that's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving absolute auto repair in urbandale on hickman road near cobblestone theater google absolute auto repair urbandale absolute auto repair is a proud supporter of high school football touchdown absolute auto repair
2: An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road.
1: If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, Consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact Attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 37 37 woodland avenue in west des moines just north of valley high school give them a call 515-226-0150 and arrange a free initial consultation again that's attorney david kozlowski 515-226-0150
2: Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer, PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at Recovery. RecoveryRoom.com.
0: And we're back here in the Hawkeye Hubble. Great Ridge, Dave Crane Jr.,
1: Trent Condon. Great sponsors, Tumble to Rye, Kozlowski Law, and To Be Determined.
0: And To Be Determined, that's right. Kozlowski Law, of course. Uh Kaz has been with us a couple of years now on the program. I appreciate poor, it. I think. Yeah. Appreciate his uh, support. Uh, you want to, you need any help with your family law needs, uh, get out there and check him out. Um, and also of course, we'll do our Templeton Rye last call here towards the end of uh, the show. I like their new but, produced spots. They have, yeah, too. they do. And our, our friend, uh, friends, Brett Halley and uh, um, uh, Alan Roberts and John Givant made it up to the, it grand was opening. Hollywood. Oh, was it Hollywood? I thought yeah, it was our web Hollywood? guy. Our web guy. Okay. Uh, Rick Amundsen made it up to the uh, grand opening of the uh, facility up there and said it was awesome.
1: Right. So make a trip to Tiny it, Templeton.
0: It's it's worth the worth the trip. All right, on the line with us now. Joining us for year number fifteen. Without further ado, and, a, and like further applause? compensation. And from, without <laughs> further compensation, Tom Cakert of HawkeyeReport.com. Good afternoon, Tom. I'm
9: looking for some temples and rye, maybe. You can give me the hook me up with that.
1: We'll get you the we'll get up. you the hookup, Tom. No worries.
0: That we can all do, right. we can
1: find a bottle of that
0: laying around at one or one of our one or one more or more of our houses or our friends' location. My problem is
1: it doesn't stay very long once yeah. it gets in a house. It
0: might even have some at the tailgate on Saturday, but yeah. I know you'll be working. Uh, it's, that's just we understand. I'll be working. So yeah, it's tough. It's tough duty on uh, you know uh, of all the jobs.
1: So for a two thirty game, what time you go to the press box? Eleven. Yeah, probably around
0: eleven. I, I,
9: I don't want to be there at 5.00. Twelve, more than thirty
1: twelve, somewhere in that area. Okay. okay. So you stop along the way, you get a little snack. You like the uh, stands behind Kinnick there to the west. You just pop into somebody's tailgate and say, "Give me some, give me a bowl of soup."
9: <laughs> no, they have some food up there for us. So Oh, okay,
1: we'll,
9: <laughs> we'll be you? all right. We'll be all right. You muddle
0: through. You muddle through.
1: Yeah. Hey Tom, I just got on the line uh one of our people Oki Hawk sent this to me that uh, Justin Britt tore his ACL he just tweeted yeah. it out
9: Yep, he just tweeted it out that uh Iowa commits uh, offensive linemen commit Justin Britt tore his ACL in their opening game and uh he will be uh or i think it might be their second game actually uh, but it was in there. it was on TV and um he is uh, out for the year, obviously with the torn ACL. So too bad for him. Uh, maybe th- that will allow him to just spend every waking hour trying to convince David Bell to join him. And <laughs> <Iowa City. laughs> there you go. <laughs> David Bell's a four-star wide receiver. For those who don't know, and he's really good. And he uh, caught the game-winning touchdown pass uh, the other day. So nice. um, yeah.
1: S- so Tom you- would. I mean, Iowa is not the type of program that once they make an offer like this and a guy would get hurt, they wouldn't pull the offer, would they?
9: Oh gosh, no! Not for this kid. He's uh, not for any kid, really. They're going to stick with uh, the right. the player, and and uh, you know he'll be he'll have a full year to rehab pretty much. So he'll, I'm sure he'll be fine uh, and ready to go for uh, fall camp next year. And um, you know he. Kind of more, he's more of a project to a tackle position. So, you know, with Jackson and and uh, Wirf's back, I think he'll have uh, uh, plenty of time to you know, get himself healthy. So, I suspect he'll end up redshirting next year. But who knows?
0: kind of taken uh, taking the road down some some ground we haven 't covered yet so far in the show, Tom, so uh, if we take in a strange direction we 've been all over the place so far, but uh, uh, the running backs at Iowa this year we haven 't talked at all about the fact that uh, three three relatively new guys, certainly uh, Akram Wadley taken off uh, you know last year and, and Butler uh, gr- graduating and leaving um, so now you 've got uh, Ivory Kelly Martin toron Young, and Makai Sargent, and I guess the surprise there. Uh, in in one fashion is that uh, uh, Ivory Kelly Martin jumps over uh, Torrin Young to to the head of the line, but on top of that, uh, the amount of projected playing time I think that Sargent had is is probably more than the coaches seem to have have felt that he would get right away uh, coming into the year, but they seem pretty confident in all three of these guys now.
9: Yeah, they do. I think maybe one of the stories of all camp is the rise of Ivory Kelly Martin up to uh, the number one spot because Uh, In spring, uh, you'll remember uh, uh, Coach Foster, the running back's coach, had a lot of praise for Torn Young, said he was really catching the ball well out of the backfield. And I kind of came into the start of fall camp thinking, well, Torn's got this job and, you know, he might be the the workhorse back. And, you know, he may end up being the third wheel in this uh, uh, this gig uh, before it's all said and done because Sargent has really come on. And Kelly Martin, uh, you know, kids' day he was getting a lot of the reps uh, with the first team and really looked good. And he, I, I think this is another sign that uh, you know I think there's a day and an age when Kirk Ferentz would love to have a torn young who's just kind of a battering ram. I think Brian Ferentz wants as many playmakers out there handling the football as possible. That's why you're seeing guys like Ivory Kelly Martin out there. It's even why you're seeing Amir Smith Marsett return punts. Uh, they want to be more, a more explosive offensive team overall, and they're going to do anything they can to make that happen.
0: Yeah, it was going to be uh, uh, Gronenwig, right? But uh, but it sounds like now uh, uh, Amir Smith-Marset for sure, and, and maybe they'll rotate Gronenwig in there. But uh... Don't they sometimes put two guys back there anyway? Have... I, I
9: think they're, that's kind of uh, what was hinted at, that perhaps both those guys will be back there. but. Uh, I think they want to get the ball to marsette uh and I, I think that's a good thing i I just it's really interesting to see where this offense is going and what they potentially want to do in terms of being more explosive uh in twenty eighteen
1: well there's no question there's room for improvement there <laughs> in yeah. The- in the average yards per play, average yards per pass and in those kinds of things. You know what obviously Iowa is probably one of oh gosh, I'm going to say less than 20 Division 1 football teams that tries to have a balance between run and pass. They like I mean, and if you throw out the armies and navies and air forces the triple option teams, I mean, how many how many teams really there's I mean, Alabama uh Certainly Iowa, Wisconsin. Um, I mean, who else really tries to, maybe Michigan State. It's a lot of the Big Ten schools that seem to, to try this, but nobody in the Big 12 really tries to establish the running game.
0: Well, and Tom, you had you, one of your articles uh, earlier this week, I think you, you were talking about we'll, we'll be able to look back at, the, at the, this season based on the Iowa, <clears throat> Iowa rushing game numbers. You'll be able to tell about how many games they've
1: won. Yeah, if they get over a hundred yards or something, isn't that what your article said. It, it was
0: yeah,
9: it was uh, it was about one uh, rushing yards per game. If, when they're up around one seventy plus, it's almost assuredly a good season if they have one seventy per game. And and I threw out some defensive numbers too. That you know if the if the rush defense is down around one twenty five. Uh, That's good times for Iowa defense and and good times for Iowa football. So it's that combination that Iowa's built around. You know, it's funny you were mentioning those schools that that do it. All have had a lot of success. I mean, there's yeah, Bama's got this giant talent advantage, but look at Wisconsin. I mean, they're just a, they're Iowa, um, even kind of heavy, you know, in terms of Running the ball, and and they've had great success.
1: Stanford, Michigan
9: State. uh, Yeah, Stanford, Michigan State. And there are teams that do it, and the percentage of teams that do it generally have pretty good success. It's those pass happy teams of the Big 12 that, when you get into a bigger stage, have really kind of spit the bit.
1: Well, I mean, look at the Pac 12, 1 8 in bowl games last year.
0: Yeah, it played out that way. Well, um, so it circled this, uh, I, Iowa when they rush for 150 or more yards in a game under Kirk Ferentz is 92 and 17. So, uh, if that average is 170, you're right. I mean, that's there's no question that's going to happen. And if uh, if the season comes along with uh, this three headed monster, that looks like they might have. It's going to help them out because they're going to have a lot of different changes of pace, uh, which has worked out well for Iowa in the past. I know, like you say, Brian Ferentz wants to get playmakers on the field, but it does work out well that they've got options in terms of trying to run certain types of plays with certain types of players.
9: Here's my other crazy stat that I, I looked up uh, the other day doing some numbers and how important that Wisconsin game is in week four in years. Uh, I was, uh, that I was beat Wisconsin. They beat them seven times in the Ferris era. They played 17 times There were two years where they didn't play because the Big Ten screwed up their schedule and messed up a really good rivalry. Uh, but uh, in those seven years that Iowa has won, their record in those seasons is 70 and 20. Huh.
1: So. I guess that's the, <laughs> the bellwether bell, bell, bell-
0: bell- bell- game. Yeah, bell game. The bellwether game. The bellwether game, that's for sure. Well, they're going to start this one off with Northern Illinois, Tom. Uh, no slouch uh, w- before we uh, before we get going. Your thoughts on, on what you're expecting to see uh, this weekend out of Iowa and Northern Illinois?
9: Yeah, they've got uh, a really. Uh, I wouldn't say dynamic, but a playmaking kind of uh, quarterback in Marcus Childers, or Childers I think is how you say his last name. And uh, They don't have an established run game. They have a pretty good offensive line. So it would be interesting to watch their offensive line against Iowa's uh, defensive line, which I think is going to be a strength of the defense. And then the other side, with Iowa having two tackles out, you know, Sutton Smith, I'm sure you guys have already talked about him. He's uh, the all-American-level defensive end, put up some crazy numbers last year, 29-and-a-half tackles for loss and 14 sacks. Kind of undersized, but really quick, former running back, and uh, can get it, get after it off the edge. I suspect Iowa's going to chip a little bit on him. And, um, you know, I, I, I still think Iowa's going to have enough to win this game. I think Brian Ferentz has got a good idea of what to do. Uh, and I think it really benefited Iowa that they've had a while to plan ahead, to know that they're not going to have Tristan Wirfs and Alaric Jackson offensively. This would have been a tougher uh, road to hoe if, if it were just, you know, kind of a one-week prep, if you will.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if both those guys, for example, rolled their ankles on Thursday. Or, yeah, or yeah. you know, something like that. That would have made a huge difference. So you've got the Hawks winning Saturday and, and starting the season off 1-0. and Is that right, Tom?
9: Yeah, I've got them. But, I, you know, I think it's going to be fairly close. But, um, you know, the what's the number at, like, 95 yeah, 10 9, right I have now? 10 right.
1: Depends,
9: depends where you shop. And um, I think they'll be right around that number.
1: All right. Perfect. Tom, we'll thanks again it. for joining us this year.
9: Okay, thanks for having me on, guys. Really appreciate it.
0: Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com. We'll get him some Templeton Rye.
9: No you know, problem.
0: Some, yeah, no problem. We'll work that out, right?
1: I think TC might like a little <laughs> <of> that, too.
0: <laughs> I get various, talking over there. That's <laughs> yes, right. There you go.
1: Grain <laughs> Belt, TR, tap around here. We need some beer, crying out loud.
0: Yeah, it, so it will be interesting. Uh, uh, not to pass over the beer talk,
1: But That's way, fine. Right.
0: But it will be interesting, because uh, at this time next week, it'll be Iowa State Week, and we'll have four of the four of the better players uh, on the on the lines of the of this team back Certainly to the four play. Of the bigger players. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be it, it it'll be um still a little bit of a, a of a new experiment the the following week. So, so be do you think when
1: they're practicing that Wirfs and Jackson go to the second team line? Scout team. Scout team they're I Maybe mean Maybe
0: this during this game week, yes. I think through camp they were they were clearly number one, sitting there number one, rotating a little bit with these other guys and I think this week in game preparation, they're they're moving over. Yeah,
1: the scout team's pretty badass this week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's both a, on both yeah, on offense and yeah. defense. It say yes.
2: It's normally not this difficult during game
0: prep. Yeah, yeah, because uh, um, Reef is apparently has become a stud. Yeah, and and so uh, you know Iowa's if Iowa's defensive line looks shame. good on Guys Saturday, try to get an Uber. Yeah, I know. Uh, if under uh,
2: of all of them, that one is the. Yeah, he was trying to do. it. If, if that happens here in Des Moines,
0: they put him in. They put him in a in well, an the Uber, or, right. and
2: they say the Uber line's over there. They're right there, right? Walk over there. Yep.
6: Yeah, but Iowa City.
1: We
2: all have been in Iowa City. Yeah, you know, it's different.
0: Yes.
1: Yes. A little we, bit more to the letter of the law. To a
0: little more the law, letter of the law. Um, we have not had time to talk. Uh, Urban Meyer and and the whole House State thing. Um, we'll 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 find time this this season as things go by. Uh, I I thought the one thing I would say, if you want to check out uh, on Tom's website on HawkeyeReport.com, Tori Brecht, who does uh, Tuesdays with Torby, has uh, an interesting thought in the middle of his his, uh, piece today, about the about why he's less worried about Iowa winning games these days and and as many games these days and one of them might be that if it if it means that you have to be and play the way um, if you need to cheat the way Alabama clearly does and Old Miss and some of these teams or if you have to to let things happen like Ohio State does if that's how you're going to win in the college football playoff versus do it the way Iowa does it then maybe winning is you know you want to win you want to have fun went maybe fourth that's down it.
1: from win, from being in it yeah. You're getting know. throttled by know. Alabama.
0: All right, time now for our Templeton and Rye last call, brought to you by the good stuff out of Templeton, Iowa. And um, what do you got? You go. What do we have to do if season? We never, we haven't done a season. So, um, I, I I think Tom's right. I think this is a close game. I actually think um, Iowa scores late to 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 uh, to bump over the number. They win this one by eleven. I'm going to give them twenty eight to seventeen. I think they're going to score more points than people think they will, and and I don't think it's going to be a struggle. They may turn it over inside the ten yard line twice in this game, and it'll they'll look better than the score actually comes out.
1: Wow, I I also have the Hawks winning. I th- I think this number is dead on. I think it was right on when it started. Um, I frankly I think four and a, four or four and a half is an overreaction for two offensive tackles myself. If that thing gets down to uh, seven, I can assure you there'll be some comeback pounding. Um, but I think the Hawks win. I think I'm with you. I think they do score uh, a fair amount of points. And I think it's, uh, I think, I I told you the other day, I think they win 31-13. In, in order to for that to happen, though, they're going to have to have either defensive touchdown, special teams, something like that. Um, but on the other side, Nate Stanley's got to play a whale of a game. He is my pick to click. Uh, and uh,
0: mine's McKay Sargent he's going to take a couple long ones to the house and a, that.
1: And 10 um,
2: seconds season prediction
1: uh, 9 and 3 oh, crap then I'll go
0: 10 and 2 we'll do us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 Sunday night
6: Monday night and Thursday night football from Westwood 1 only on
8: 1700 KBGG Hi folks, Keith Kirchhoff from Temple and Rye, inviting you to try our four and six year aged rye whiskey available at a great retailer near you. Temple and Rye, a high caliber spirit, was first made by my grandfather Alphonse Kirchhoff and his partners during Prohibition. In fact, there's another Alphonse who enjoyed Temple and Rye, Alphonse Capone. Come visit us at our new distillery in Temple, Iowa to see where the good stuff is made. We are now open for tours. Check out TemplinRye.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram for tour times and details.